Ahlan wa sahlan. Welcome. This is Arab Woman Talking. Skipping introductions and getting straight to the topic of the day. The end of the world as we know it. Viewed as if it were a dream. First, a word about the method that will be used. Projective dream work as I have learnt it from Jeremy Taylor, a teacher and inspiration for many. May he rest in peace. The first premise is that dreams come in service of health and healing. The second premise is that the dreamer is the only true authority on their dream. They are the only person who can really interpret the dream because they know the backstory. The dreamer shares the dream in the present tense while the listeners listen. Later they have a chance to ask questions, clarification questions about details in the dream. Afterwards, they start projecting into the dream, interpreting the dream through their own eyes. And they do this by beginning saying, if this were my dream. And they remain speaking in the first person. So they don't say, oh, your father in the dream. No, my father in the dream and so on. This is, of course, a method we use for dreams. But sometimes the line between dreams and reality is blurred. It's a cliche about the butterfly dreaming that it is a monk or the monk dreaming that he is a butterfly. I guess it doesn't matter as long as we can make the dream and the waking reality as pleasant as possible, life furthering. Looking at what's happening right now, I'm going to view it as a dream. I'll try to sum it up in the present tense, even though each one of you listening knows exactly what's going on. For the first time in history, all of humanity is facing the same thing. We are sharing the same dream. And where will it lead us? The Dream Titled The End of the World as We Know It I wake up in the forest that is my home in the south of the Netherlands. There is nothing in my life that has changed, and yet everything has changed. Social distancing, schools closing, events being cancelled, flights stopping, people rushing to hospitals, hundreds of people dying. Governments and people trying to figure it out, making rules, establishing rules. The people become the police and they control that everything runs as it should. If this were my dream, I would first look into the symbols in the dream. What are we facing? A virus under the name of Corona, 
COVID-19. I would look up the words, Corona. The first thing that pops into the mind is the beer, the popular Mexican beer, whose factories in Mexico are sucking out the water in the villages surrounding it. One slush, now dry. The people have no water to irrigate their agriculture to sustain themselves. And what do we do? We buy the beer and drink it. How dare we do that? Sucking up these water resources to produce it, make it into a product, there is nothing wrong with beer or products as long as it doesn't become cancerous. We put profit before anything else. I dig deeper into the name and find information about Saint Corona. She is known as the Saint of Epidemics. She was a Christian martyr killed in Roman Syria. My mind goes to Syria. My mind goes to the refugees, to the destroyed land that was a cradle of civilization since ancient times and to the very recent presence. In my childhood, I remember it as such. A source of poetry, theater, TV series. The best fruits came from Syria. Sometimes on the weekend we would just cross the border, buy cherries and come back. That can't happen today. Syria, the refugees, they are still at the borders dying. They are still there. But in this dream that we are living, we are too busy with ourselves, with our own existential problem. An image comes back to my mind in the winter of this year. A beautiful Syrian child, a girl with eyes open, frozen, dead, looking at me, looking at us. We have forgotten that we are now faced with our own death. If this were my dream, I would look at death, death, the ultimate, the one and only certainty. If this were my dream, I would first reconcile with my own death. I would accept that I would die. We will all die eventually. Our time, we do not know. It might be a month, it might be a year, it might be fifty. How do I live right now? If I accept my death, if I let go of my fear of death, I can finally live. And living one day is better than walking dead for ten years. If this were my dream, I would think of all the old people who are not allowed to see their own children or embrace their grandchildren. I would think of my father. He died a year and a month and some change ago. He was 
just shy of 82. He had all kinds of ailments, so we had seen it coming, but it's never easy. You want your loved one to live forever. I think of my father. If he were alive today, what... I mean, besides the fact that he lives in Jordan and I live in the Netherlands, and flying there would be physically impossible right now, but if it needed to happen, I would do it. If there is a will, there is a way. I wonder, what would have my father's reaction been like? What would he say? I think that he would say that he would rather see me and sit next to me and we can talk, even if it costs him his life, because he will die and he knows it and would rather live fully than be isolated. I think of all these old people in senior homes and my heart breaks. It breaks for them and for their children. I imagine all kinds of scenarios and stories of the old people going in obstant, rising and saying, we're going, you like it or not. We are the vulnerable group, but you know what? We want to live, we want to love, we want our last memories to be held and not isolated. If this were my dream, I would see it this way because that is what I would want. But I am not the only dreamer. There are many other dreamers and we are sharing the same dream. How do we become lucid in this dream? People sit and wait. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows how things are going to play out? Sitting, waiting from one press release to the next. What will be allowed? What won't? Others just sit and pray, and God will solve it. God will know, only God knows. <laughs> I think we have a much more active role in all of this. If this is a dream, and we can become lucid, then we can interact with the happenings in the dream in a way that has influence, that, that has an effect. We are not just passive receivers. If this were my dream, I would ask myself, how can I become lucid? What do I want to happen out of this? At the beginning of the epidemic, there were all kinds of beautiful things. On social media, websites, performances, poems, writings, visual works of people taking on the voice of nature, the voice of the virus even, telling people, I'm coming here to show you a different way. I had to make you stop. I had to shake you at your most existential level. Then there were others who were in complete panic, afraid, feeling helpless. What if we accept that nothing will go back to how it was? What if we hope that it doesn't because it wasn't functional? If anything, this system of ours is not built in a way to accommodate nature or the unexpected that it may bring us. We just try to control it. There is this obsession with preventing death. 
We want to prevent death at any cost. How about we promote life? Of course, there's need for care in hospitals and for the dying and the sick. But how do we raise the immunity of the population? How do we raise their consciousness so that they become more sturdy, so that they can take it on? If this virus exists, and it does, it will not go away, even if vaccines are discovered Viruses, diseases, they rise and go away, they go and come back, they stay. It's just that sometimes there's too much of it and it becomes a disease. We have to come to terms with a disease. If this were my dream, I would say, I accept you, virus. You are part of this reality. I only hope that you will spare those who need to be spared. Spare those who need to be spared. And if you take, take gently. Take what needs to go. Letting go is never easy. Death is never easy. The word is changing as we know it, and there will be sacrifices. Part of it is our overpopulation. We are so worried about preventing death that we don't look at the quality of life. If I'm completely paralyzed and brain dead, a vegetable sitting on a bed plugged in the wall to survive, is it worth the energy that's being spent on my semi-existence? Nature would have taken me long ago. It's not about being brutal or taking life away. It's about asking the question, what are we investing our energy into? If this were my dream, I would ask myself that. Where am I investing my energy? Whether it's in my work or in, in how I fill my time, what I buy or what I don't buy or which energy provider company that I use. If this were my dream, I would try to educate myself about the better choices I can take, which I believe would be good for us as a humanity and bring us out of this. If this were my dream, I would re-examine my whole attitude about money and possession. As an artist who's lived a gypsy life for most of her life, having hardly any furniture because I want to easily move, having few possessions and little money, learning that you don't need that much. But also when I would have it, I was a little bit Dutch, as they would say, or rather cautious. I don't just buy things and spend. I'm not into consumerism. When I go to the supermarket and I see all this being sold, I want to puke. But money is also energy, and it's a way that we exchange things. If this were my dream and an epidemic happened, and I would think, what do I need to do my work that I've been constantly um, uncertain about, waiting for a better deal? I would first go and find myself a couple of beehives. I know I can make them, but I'm not a good carpenter, so I'll save myself that gedoe. I also would like a glass house, 
but glass is not my medium. If this were my dream, I would just go and get these things. I would search my seeds, make sure I have everything I need. If not, then I would go and I would ask for them, buy them, do whatever. If this were my dream, and I would be wanting to do this, then I would need a microphone and a mixer, and I need to set up my studio, finish it up. If this were my dream, I would say, why wait? Just do it now. What are you waiting for? If this were my dream, I would want to be as self-sufficient as possible in the most efficient way and as quickly as possible. Not too fast, just in time, in the right time. I would pray that what I invest now will bear its fruit and that everything that I do, whether it's planting a little herb plant in my kitchen to filling a whole field with fruits and vegetables, whatever it is that I am doing plays a role in how this drama is going to unfold because every action of each one of us has an energy that radiates just like we receive energy we can give it we are not just passive receivers it is a flow if this were my dream I would be excited I would think, oh my goodness, if enough people become lucid in this dream and enough people of those are green, see the world through the eyes of nature. If we really go back to nature, and this is what will save us, building our immunity beings, being more in nature, eating more from the land, getting rid of all these toxins. It's getting rid of all these psychological toxins. Changing a system that is not working. A paradigm shift, a moment of transformation. Our system is not sustainable and it's just too fast, too fast, too fast. So many people with a burnout. Today it's the people with the medical industry. May God give them strength. What a difficult reality they are living in. A knowledge of how important their work is must bring them some pride and satisfaction doing their duty. But oh my God, what a fucking reality to have to go through. How difficult is that? It's not all rosy and we cannot all do the same things. Each one has to do what they can. Each one has their own dream and each one has their own ability to become lucid in their dream. It drives me crazy that we're constantly looking for all these chemical solutions to the disease. Why not go back to nature? I truly believe that. 
To every illness, there is a remedy in nature. Look at the bon nettle, the burning nettle that burns your skin as it scratches against it. There's another plant whose name I forget that's always around it. And if you get scratched, you take the other plant, you rub it over and it's gone. It's as simple as that. The solutions are usually standing right next to us, but we're not looking their way. We're looking everywhere else. The solutions are actually inside of us if we really listen. What if we rejoice in this time? If anything, if this were my dream, I would wake up every morning thanking God for my life, for my loved ones, for my health, for all the gifts that God has given me, no matter how big or small. That gratitude, every day is a gift. Every single day is a gift. Wow. It's not for granted. It was never for granted. But we started taking it for granted. If this were my dream, I would try to live every day as fully as possible, to be as present as possible, to engage in what feels to me as a fruitful activity. And even stillness itself could be an activity if done in fullness. If this were my dream, I think I could keep going forever about it. But the sun is shining and the bees are not in quarantine. And I have to pay my visits today. This was Arab Woman Talking. Thank you for listening. And tot scenes.